The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. went to a convention about marriage preparation over the past few days. And in one of those, we were talking about uh, some of, the, some of the, the leaders around the, uh, the southeastern U.S. talking about how to, to get people more engaged. Just the, the general reality in our, in our world that volunteerism is down. Um, that a lot of people are, uh, are not committing to, uh, to, to serving in various ministries. As we're kind of talking about this and all the, the realities, one of the ladies who was, uh, who was on the team seated next to me, she said, you know, she was talking about this reality that, that everyone's so busy. And she said, and, and, uh, and I, I say that myself, too, that, you know, that, that I say that often from my own lips. And then she recounted a story of how she was with her family and they were all kind of jokingly talking about what would be on each of them's tombstone. What would be the little epitaph that would, that would be said? And her daughter, without having any hesitation, said of her mother, she didn't have time. And the mother just looked at her daughter and was kind of taken back. And she said, well, mom, all the time you say, I don't have time. I don't have time. There's this reality that in our world, we're often busy about many things, just like Martha. And it's easy for us to forget The one thing that truly matters. And that's the gift of our gospel today. The invitation for us to to pause for a moment and to hear again the good news of the gospel. You know, our world, again, it is easy for us. I'll I'll speak in the first person. It's easy for me to be busy about so many things. To be rushing from this place to that place, to be caring about this, 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 that, and the other thing. To know that we've got to get ready for this thing next week and this thing this week. And we got, I forgot the thing that happened last week and I'm still trying to clean up the mess from that. And we've got all of these things. We've got places to go, people to tend to, you know, the, 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 all these obligations that we've taken upon ourselves. And the reality is how easy it is to give the Lord whatever is left over. I can't tell you the number of times that I, as a priest, have laid down in the evening time to say my prayers, to say my morning prayers, at 10 o'clock at night, and fallen asleep before I got through the first psalm. I give the Lord whatever I have left, rather than to give Him the best part, the part that He deserves above anyone else. Martha is busy about many things. And it's easy for us to be Martha. 
There's no shortage of things inviting us to be able to take part. No shortage of things that we enjoy, that we appreciate, that we want to be part of. They're not all bad things either. Most of them are very good things. Sometimes, though, we're simply Martha because we don't know what's going to happen if we let ourselves be merry. Some people keep busy because they don't know how to not be busy. Some people keep busy because whenever they stop for a moment, the little quiet voice that is the voice of God, the conscience in our heart, it starts to say things. And we don't want to hear it. And so what's the easiest way to quiet the voice in our heart? Do something. Clean something. Go somewhere. Make a list of things that need to be tackled. Be consumed with many things. But Jesus invites us, every one of us, to remember that one thing is important in this life. Only one. It sounds like heresy to us, huh? You only have to do one thing? Really? And yet this is true. There is one thing that we have to do in this life. It is to know and love Jesus Christ. Period. We must know and love in a, in a profound way, in a deep way, not in a superficial, you know, uh, in this kind of superficial, touchy-feely thing. A deep and profound knowledge and love of Jesus that only happens in prayer. You can read catechism all day long. You can read books on Christology, the study of Christ. You can read all kinds of things. You can know the Bible in every verse that mentions Christ. But if we don't spend time in prayer, it is useless. We must know him and love him. We must be people of prayer. And this is the gospel call. To recognize that in the midst of so many things, and it's, it's not that we just kind of simply quit cleaning house, that we quit, <laughs> quit taking our kids to school or quit getting groceries or quit doing anything else in the world that our normal obligations require of us. This might, it would be nice to do those things, huh? But we still, you know, we still have to be Martha to a certain extent in the course of our lives, but to recognize that most important piece is Christ. In the midst of the things that we need to do, and admittedly there are days where it's difficult for us to, time, to find time, to make time, to pray but it's always worth it and there's always time to be had sometimes I think to myself I'm so busy I don't have, a, I don't have enough I don't have time right and I look on this handy little phone now that has this screen saving you know technology where it tells you how much you've been looking at your screen through the course of the day if you want to feel bad about yourself and the reason I don't have time to pray Look and see how much time you spend on screens. If I spent half the time I do on my phone or my iPad, if I did with Christ, I'd be a better priest. <laughs> I'd be a holy priest. But I'm too busy. I don't have time. I like to be Martha. Because it's easy. It's stressful. But it's easy. Because the difficult thing is to rest at the feet of Jesus. Because when we rest at the feet of Jesus, we have zero control. Zero. 
We can try. But he will continue to remind us that I am the Lord and you are not. He will continue to call us to place our trust in him, not in ourselves. And that is hard. So this is our invitation today. And I encourage you especially to make a very, you know, profound effort to be mindful of this this week. And to make a point every single day to pray. Period. We must be people of prayer. If we as Christians forget the one thing, how can we tell anybody else about him? How is anybody else in the world around us who don't, who don't even, you know, don't experience the gospel in a lived way in any, in any sort, don't, don't have regular encounters with the, with the Lord in, this, in the scriptures and so many prayers? How can those who don't even, don't even have those things, how will they know the one thing if we don't know him ourselves to be able to share him? And this is, this is our call, to be the light of the world. But we first have to spend presence, spend our time in the presence of he who is the light. And so, I invite you to be merry this week. Do your things you need to do. Be Martha for the time you have to be. But be merry. Rest with the Lord. Sit at his feet. Spend time in quiet with him. I would encourage you especially to come to the church or to the chapel to pray in his presence in the most holy Eucharist. Because he is here. He's here, 24 hours a day. That's why we have the the lamp that continually burns, the, the sanctuary lamp. It's the sign that He is here. The light of the world is here waiting for us. And all He wants to do is to be received. And I guarantee you that if you take the time to come and to be with Him, whether it's five minutes or five hours, if you've got five hours, God bless you. <laughs> Whatever amount of time you spend, if you intentionally come to be present with him, he will bless you for it in some way, shape, or form. This is what we learn from our first reading. The Lord appears in the form of three men, the blessed trinity, right? The Lord appears in the form of three men. And Abraham bids them, don't leave, stay. Let us eat together. I want to spend time with you. And when they depart, they assure him that the son that he has longed for, next time they come, a year from now, he will be theirs. Sarah will bear a son. Because of his desire to have the Lord with him and for him to stay with the Lord, blessings from heaven poured out into his heart. It is worth it to be merry. Because when we receive that gift, when we can make that time to be with the Lord, we don't just receive extra things. We receive Christ. We receive his light. We receive his wisdom. And we receive his peace.